you live from Las Vegas, Nevada, and Miami. This is our first remote uh, podcast uh, for Peel Talk. So we're on episode 31. We want to welcome a long, long time friend, um, Michael Sinclair, to the show. Welcome, Mike. Thank you. Glad to be here, Pablo. Beautiful. So Michael's actually a co-founder and managing partner of Fast Forward Labs. Uh, he's also serves as a CEO of Buddy. It's a really popular app right now. We'll talk about it in a few. Uh, Mike has been in, in tech for more than seven years, uh, specifically in mobile and web development. Uh, his products have been featured on the Today Show, Miami Herald, Forbes, Entrepreneur, and Emerge Americas. Uh, in the future, Fuelixer Magazine, too. I'll let you know about that, Mike. Hope so, yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're going to chat a little bit about how Mike, um, you know, his story coming up, uh, and also about his past ventures, his current ventures, and how he actually, you know, gets his, his frame of mind um, on the right path every day so he can conquer and, and succeed. So, Mike, why don't you share with us a little bit about your past history, man, your story? For sure. Thank you for the, uh, for the warm intro, Pablo. Um, where to start? So, uh, my whole life, I've, I've had a passion for tech. Uh, ever since I was a little kid, I, I really loved hardware. I loved um, kind of the latest and greatest. I could get lost in the computer store for, for hours. And, um, you know, that hasn't left me. Uh, you know, over the years at all, I still, I still am the kind of the, the little kid in the computer store always. Um, you know, and you know, in, in kind of in my teens, kind of when it was probably the time for me to either become like a, a developer or or an IT tech guy. You know, for me, kind of coding personally, it, it wasn't satisfying. It, it wasn't fulfilling. Um, you know, playing around with HTML in the late 90s was just, you know, I think as boring as it is today. So kind of my journey was always kind of, you know, on the business tech side of things, how to get, you know, uh, products into people's hands, kind of understanding what the trends are. And um, in terms of, on a, on a, and that was kind of my personal life. And, and that, that's still, that's still the, the way I feel today uh, about technology. Um, Around uh, 2007, 2008, after I did my undergrad, I you know, had, had a few ventures, worked at uh, some, some companies, did my own thing. Then I went to, uh, to law school, realized quickly that wasn't for me, got my MBA quickly. And um, throughout this whole period, I, I really wanted to do something with apps and mobile, just because you know, uh, that was kind of the next frontier. You know? At that time in... Um, 2009, you know, apps weren't even, you know, the app store had just come on and everyone, including Apple, was really uh, saying that mobile web was going to be the future, you know. It was all about ha having websites be uh, specially formatted, even before, you know, responsive web design. You had, you know, you had apps, you know, had these web apps, these mobile apps that, that were pretty terrible, but people thought, hey, you know, this is kind of the way people are going to use them in the future. Uh, little did they know that um, everyone walked away from that, and now we have two million apps on the App Store. Um, so at that time, uh, after I finished my MBA, really, you know, I, it was kind of a turning point for me. I could either, you know, go work at corporate America, find some type of job as a project manager, team lead yeah, of something. 
And um, instead, I, uh, my old neighbor in Key Biscayne, he was an um, ex-pro tennis player and, you know, very smart guy. Uh, always had a lot of ideas. Um, him and I would talk over the years about all the ideas. And then one day, him and I came together and, um, and discussed this one concept about uh, a, crowd, a crowdfunding platform. And, you know, him and I really, we didn't know about tech, you know, um, in, on a professional level, you know, uh, what it took to actually create something. And um, so, you know, it, this concept was a crowdfunding platform and it was kind of like an online wish list. You'd come on it and you'd say, hey, I want these things for my birthday. I want these things for my wedding. And this was kind of on the, uh, on the upward trend of crowdfunding, right, where Indiegogo and Kickstarter was getting started. So it was a crowdfunding platform for itself. One of the big, the big things that we did build that we're very proud of was um, we, we created a money transfer system, uh, essentially Venmo, before Venmo ever existed. Uh, we, we didn't really know what we had at that time. And I think that, you know, if, if, if we were really focused more on that, we probably would have really been able to compete with Venmo and given them a run for their money, especially before they got acquired by uh, PayPal. Um, after, after that, you know, our, that was our kind of our initial venture. That was, you know, we call it Dangle University after after everything, because that was just kind of, you know, our, our learning experience, really yeah, understanding how, how, how um, the tech world works and uh, its ever-changing ecosystem. Um, every day is like, every day in tech is like, you know, like, uh, like 100 days in, in, in any other industry. So, um, you know, after that, we, you know, we, we decided to, hey, let's use our skills, you know, and, and do other things. So we went on to create Fast Forward Labs, and there we were um, an incub uh, more of a mobile accelerator. Uh, we'd work with startups, um, enterprise companies, uh, already established businesses, and uh, you know, help take uh, their ideas and, 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 ex and execute and create various mobile apps, uh, e-commerce platforms, and a bunch of other uh, you know, a mobile and web products. Um, okay. And uh, today, 90% uh, of, of my bandwidth is taken up by Buddy. And uh, I know you wanted to talk about that a little bit later, but I'll just, I'll toss a little bit out there now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the main thing that uh, my partner and I are focusing on this today, and we have been for a little bit over a year now, is uh, Buddy. And... Uh, at Buddy, our mission is connecting people through sports. So um, as people get older, you know, you graduate college, you enter the workforce, uh, you know, life gets more complicated. You, uh, you know, your old friends, they move on, move to different cities, having families, everyone's busy all of a sudden. And what we wanted to do was, was to create a platform, you know, to, to help find people, uh, someone to play with, someone to train with, someone to ride with, you know, someone to help motivate them and, you know, just, just create new connections with people centered around sports. And so, you know, it's, we were featured a couple of weeks ago on uh, apps we love on the front page of the app store. And, you know, it's, 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 it's been a lot of fun just watching people uh, connect and, and go out there and play. Kind of get, yeah, a, get mean, away from the digital are, world and go into the real world. I've been, I've been following your guys', uh, you know, your whole story and everything. It's, it's 
been really, really amazing to watch from from the outskirts, you know. Um, but let's go back because I mean, you, man, you just totally laid down an amazing uh, painting of, of your life. Um, that was that, that was really well done. Good job. I try. <laughs> so, I try for you. You know. Let's go. I know. I know. You do. You, you bring the best. So let's go. Let's go a little bit back to um, why don't we hit up college a little bit? For sure. And you know, um, so. You, you did your undergrad at University of Miami, right? Yeah. All right, cool. And then what was your major there? Uh, my major there was was entrepreneurship. And uh, that's like a what part of... What major is that? Like, what do they do? They, they, they give you like a limelight stand and they're like, don't make money? <laughs> Honestly, they might as well. I think that'd be a little bit more useful to tell you the truth. I mean, it's... If I had to like say what it is, like in terms of like, okay, what is the technical thing you get out of there? It, it, it prepares you kind of, you know, for, for, for consulting. It's a part of the business administration kind of like, you know, my diploma, it says Bachelor of Business Administration, right? So it's okay. kind of like running all of the aspects of a business and kind of understanding what to do in, in various situations uh, with business okay. decisions. That's the focus there. Okay, cool. So in that in that route, um, I, I know since you were a kid, you were saying that you know you love playing with hardware. Yeah, and I'm sure. Yeah. you know, yeah. Were, were you always like an, an Apple product um, liaison, or or did you mess around with like Windows and like other stuff? Oh, for sure. Like well, Nokia. you had Nokia, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I've had everything over here. My first computer. Uh, and it's like the first picture on my on my Instagram page, which I haven't updated in like, like a year, was uh, was a pack a 60 megahertz Packard Bell running Windows 3.1, and it had like some some proprietary Packard Bell like. OS on top of it so like you would go through like a room or something to like launch a game and it was pretty crazy I mean like at that time this was like this was a huge purchase I remember going with my dad I think I was like 10 or something or 11 years old and we went to Radio Shack you know and at that time the comp- it was three thousand dollars this computer Right, three thousand dollars in 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 the nineties was huge money, you know. And this was like this, and like no one knew what these things were, you know. And I remember a computer, like I remember being at Radio Shack. The guy printed like uh, a clip art from like Microsoft Word. I was like, what? It's color? What is this? You know. So that was kind of the beginning of it. And dude, this is like before the internet. So you would get this thing home, and. Like you would have some CDs and you would have like Doom on a disc, right? To this Did day, you, I don't understand how they put Doom into like 1.4 megabytes on a floppy disk. I still don't get that, right? After everything. That's like one of the greatest tech accomplishments probably of all time, how they got Doom on a floppy disk. That's pretty incredible with all those levels, right? And no one talks yeah. about that. Um, and, and yeah, man. And like, so at that point, I was a Windows guy. Then... I got a Mac in a very interesting time. I got a, my next computer after that was in a few years later, I got a Mac. And we had this family friend who was like an expert, he was a graphic designer, so he got me this Mac. And, you know, by, this, by that time I was already kind of a little proficient with the Windows. Uh, I was already on AOL and Prodigy, you know. And um, it was like the worst thing ever having the Mac. It was actually not even uh, a Mac. It was at that like short period of time when Apple was doing Mac clones. 
So like third-party companies would build their own computers that would run the, the, the Mac operating system at that time. So right. it was a complete mess. Like you couldn't eject the floppy disk. Like you just couldn't, like really nothing would work, you know? Um, the internet was a disaster. This was really, and uh, that was a really rough time for Apple. That was really kind of uh, right when, when Steve Jobs left. It was a rough time for you. What? It was a rough time for you. You, you, you weren't able to have like all the, all the gadgets either. Well, you didn't even know, right? I, Dude, guess. I, like, I didn't even know, man. Like at, at that time, it was, it was so like, you know, it was an app, the internet, man. Like it, there was really no sites to go to, you know, like very little content out there. You know, it was like mainly what was out there was like porn. And like, I think DuPontRegistry.com was the first website I ever went to. It was like a car magazine that I used to subscribe to that had all these cool cars in it. And then I saw they had a website in the back. So I would like type that in HTTPS, you know, and, and go. And that's how you'd find stuff. You just, you would have to know the address. Yeah, and so it, it was it was interesting okay so like it, and back to back to um to university would you like if, if someone was like going into or wanted to start a business wanted to be an entrepreneur would you suggest them to major in entrepreneurship honestly probably not i would probably like tell anyone you know um go to you know if you want to start a business um, you know, in you, tech though, like in tech, right? It, it, yeah, and 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 in specifically in tech, I would say, go go and get a technical skill, right? And whatever that is, maybe that's finance, you know, maybe it's computer science, uh, maybe it's electrical engineering, um, but go get some type of understanding. You know, especially if it's something that you haven't like been super into since you were a little kid, because even the best, you know, developers out there, they're all self-taught, most of them, since they were 10 years old. Um, yeah. So go get some type of understanding of how these things work. Right. And and with that, you'll be able to, to fill in all the, you know, all the business information. Then you can even go get an MBA if you want, if you really want to sign up on your business knowledge. That would be my advice, you know. You don't need to go the entrepreneurship route and, like, go to school for entrepreneurship. Because, honestly, like, the people that, that are teaching you, you know, like, what do they know, you know? Like, if they were such good entrepreneurs, they wouldn't be there. <laughs> you okay. know? That's the truth. Yeah, yeah. Keeping it 100, you know? I like that. I yeah. like that. Hundred and above. Yeah. So, um, you're so guys. So you're you're in college, right? Yeah. And then um, your business partner Pedro, correct? Um, you guys start chatting about what later is going to be um, uh, Dang, dangle. Dangle, right. right? So in dangle, um, were were either of you uh, knew anything about you know the tech architecture, like any of the developing part? And if not, um, how how would, how did you guys start getting your feet wet in that? whole um experience right so uh the short answer is no we didn't know anything right we 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 had ideas we had stuff like drawn out we had a bunch of apps that we like reference stuff you know this is what like when we started you know instagram was like it was called bourbon it was right about to become instagram we knew nothing right so we were just like looking at other people so we thought it was much easier and much cheaper and we we, we went to some local um here in miami um, you know, like a local dev shop kind of okay. in, in town here. Uh, there's, there's not too many down here in Miami. So we went to this local dev shop and they told them our idea. They said, yeah, 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 we'll do everything. 
you know, gave him, gave him a, like, you know, a bunch of money, gave him a deposit. And then four weeks later, you know, realized that we're being ripped off. And we got out of there, you know, lost our... How did you realize that? How did you know? Because, well, a couple of things. The, the obvious was like, okay, we came in, we said, okay, this is our budget. This is what we're willing to do. This is the concept. This is what we need. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll make that happen. We'll do everything. And then three weeks into it, they're like, okay, this thing's going to cost double. So, you know, right there, right there, we knew it. And, uh, you know, besides after four weeks, you know, we weren't impressed with what they had done. And yeah. so we got out of there and said, listen, we need to have greater control of the situation, you know? Yeah. You, you know what's amazing, man, is that whole experience that you just described. I think everyone goes through it, but no one ever talks about right, it. Right, right. No, no one ever talks about, like, oh, man, I had to, like, you know, I went in. Um, I had the developers, I had the creatives, right. and you know, 25, 35% into the project, um, the, the budget cap just like doubled. <laughs> right, easily, <laughs> if not triple. You know? no, one, no one talks about that. But right, right, right. If anyone's out there listening, you know, and you guys want to get into projects, like right. that happens a lot, yeah. a lot more than, than you would think. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, that's why those like product requirement documents are like so important. But anyways. Um, so you're in Dangle, man. You, you know, you, you guys are you guys are learning everything right, from right, right. The, the technical side yes. to, you know, uh, subcontracting yes. um, work to actually doing your work. Um, yes. What about time management and like how you and your partner work? Like, how did you guys figure that out? Well, I mean, like workload and stuff right, like that. Right, right. So, I mean, we, we you know, a, a lot of our responsibilities till this day overlap, like, you know, you know, I, I've seen him every day for the last like seven years, you know, so, uh, you know, there's a lot of overlap, you know, but we, we you know, we, we do have, you know, even back then when we were starting, you know, we, we, we would try to separate the things we, we would do uh, every day. So I'd say, hey, Pedro, you deal with, uh, you know, you, you deal with the back end developer and, you know, you tell him what's wrong with this, this and that, and I'll deal with the mobile guy. Um, and then sometimes, you know, like I would do, let's say I would do like the spreadsheets. I was good at Excel. He would do like, you know, he would find leads with investors. He, he would handle that side of things. So it, it kind of, you know, uh, we had talks formally about, okay, you do this, you do that. But we found that quickly, even after those talks, we would just revert to our natural ways, like within a couple of days. Right, and so right. honestly, like you just kind of have to go with the flow with it and just try to, you know, try, you know, you know, set goals and try to hit those goals no matter what, you know, it was more important to us to, to kind of like, you know, to hit certain goals than it was to have like a clear distinction of who does what, you know, not to say that that's not important, but in, you know, till this day, you know, it, it is a struggle a little bit, you know, to say, okay, you do this, I'll do that just cause we care in both directions and we want to know what's going on. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is important and it gets even more important. The bigger of a company you get, the more pieces you have, you really, really have to like, you know, separate tasks. You do this, you do that, have a better understanding. Um, but even now today, you know, uh, we're a group of eight, right? So even today, there's still those elements of, you know, hey, we're starting out in, 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 my, in, my, my, in my bedroom, you know? So it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a constant process. We're kind of, you know, learning and, and, and trying to really manage our time as best we can.
Yeah, yeah, no, thanks, thanks for sharing that because that's always like you know really good. Um, and more, it's like you know it, when when you have a business partner, it's like a marriage, and, and those type of things, you know, it's like you can share them. Some people share them, some people don't. So I appreciate that. Sure. Um, towards the end of Dangle, um, you know, at some point you guys had to, you know, you 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 moved on because right. you were you were observing the market, you were observing what the company was doing, what it right. wasn't doing. So you saw the. You saw the strengths, the weaknesses. At what point did you just have to just cut it off and say, you know what, we're going to move forward and we're going to go a different direction? I mean, that's always the hardest thing, right? It's like letting go, right? Whatever it is yeah. in life, whether it's like a Especially relationship. like your first one. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, that first one you want to hold on to, 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 to for, you know, forever, which in this yeah. industry is really not a good idea. You really got to let them go quickly. Um, you know, I, I think... We were about like a year into it. We did a trade show. Um, at that trade show, I started to get like strong indications that, hey, I don't think this is going to work out, right? And kind of because I, I thought that like people were kind of confused with what we were doing. Like I would like explain it to them. We would explain it to them. People would come up to like a booth that we had. And some got it, some didn't get it. But it was just getting too difficult to explain to people. And, you know, if it's difficult to explain to people, it's going to be virtually impossible to market it and focus it and to do all this stuff. And, you know, we didn't have the numbers either, you know. Um, I think, you know, if we focused and maybe went like the Venmo route early and, and, and had the foresight to do that, we would have really had something there and that i do think about often but it was really like kind of you know it got to the point where we're like we understood okay listen in order for us to make these changes we're gonna have to lay out this much money you know and it, it was just like listen i i think at this stage it's better for us to do something else than to continue to dump money at this um and that was at the point where we already reached kind of the limit of what we're willing to spend on it, you know, to see, you know, without having, you know, some really strong numbers to say, hey, you should continue to pursue this. So it was a little bit more than like a year, year and a half into it. I don't remember the day. I don't remember the event, but it was kind of like a general, uh, general understanding. We never really said, hey, that's it. This is done. It was just kind of like a gradual, okay, uh, here, we have something else to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's the toughest thing to do. The toughest, uh, the toughest. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very tough. You know what? You've you've uh, you've mentioned the um, that payment feature that you guys had. Right. At, at what time did you realize? I guess it wasn't until you saw something like Venmo exist, or was it? You know, did you kind of see that there was something that you could actually, um, you know, build out from that small little prototype? feature or and, and you just decided not to do it or was it like oh this exists now man we had that like you know a few months ago right well when we, well when we had it uh venmo wasn't around right? right and we had it working before venmo and i remember when i saw venmo the first time it was very crude like the first version of it was like it was like a chat almost and you would send i said what is this this is stupid this will never go anywhere um and you know 
what, what, what we had was that like we were so obsessed with this like gift list thing that we really didn't focus on the other end of the of the spectrum, which is what like the few users that we had, they were only you they were only doing that. They were only sending money back and forth. And we had friends tell us, hey, why don't you only do this? You know, it seems like this is something college kids would really want. Like I had a lot of friends that every time I would see them, they would only tell me that. And I and I think, you know, my partner and I, we were too stubborn and too immature or just, you know, we just didn't know um, that we should have pursued that route. Right. So it's like listening to the to the audience. It's very important. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, Man, okay, so like throughout the ups and downs of this, right. uh, you know, what, what were you doing to keep your mind fresh, man? Were you going out and going to the gym? Were you working out? Like, what, like, what would you guys do out of the office to kind of, um, you know, continue wanting to push forward and, and seek this, this through? Right, well, at that time with Dangle, before like I, I seriously injured my back, yeah, I was working out like six days a week. Uh, you know, just really trying to stay active. Like, you know, uh, my partner is an ex-tennis player, so he's all day active. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we were both like younger then. So we, we were going, and it's Miami. We'd be going out, we'd be bonding, you know, uh, every weekend, you know. We would really just, you know, you know, we're, I'm, I'm more of a pessimist. He's more of the optimist. So we kind of balance each other out, but we tried to keep the energy really high, uh, you know, just trying to go out, meet new people, try to talk to people in the in the industry is a really big thing. You know, the more people that you kind of talk to in this industry, the more your experience you're gonna have. Um, you know, like I mean, I have so many stories, man, of like just like meeting people that were either like down and out or something like that. Then they ended up having like massive companies, and uh, you know, situations where like guys created yeah, sure one company sure. didn't work out, and then they. Uh, sure. Yeah. Share, share one story that kind of like, um, you know, motivated you and kind of, I don't know, helped you. Well, I, I, you know, the, the Casper guys, right? You know, the Casper mattress, right? So okay. we met these guys around the time that I kind of felt our product was also like almost on the die, like not dying, but like I felt that we, we you know, we, we just reached a point where we need to make decisions. Uh, so we met these guys, my partner, he, he met with one guy. And then these guys say, hey, meet with these guys. So uh, it was like three young guys, like 22 years old. I think they were from like Brown, I believe Brown University. Um, they, have, they, got like, they got like a small sum of money from some like uh, incubator or something they did. And then they created some type of e-commerce business. So we, by the time, and we wanted to like sell some other products. That was kind of the, the purpose of the meeting. And by the time we got to the meeting, these guys were like, hey, listen, uh, to be quite honest with you, we're, uh, we're actually like slowing this thing down. And I think this will be over shortly. If you want our products, no problem. We'll give you a USB stick. Uh, and the guy's like, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to go to medical school. The other guy's like, yeah, I think I'm going to go, you know, climb the Himalayas. The other guy's like, uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I think my mom wants me home. And yeah, so these guys had the same business as us, like not the same, but they were doing e-commerce stuff, right? They were like pretty much like, you should have seen their faces. Like, you know, they knew it was over, you know, and it was like looking in the mirror a little bit too. We weren't there yet. Uh, but yeah, and then um, I think two of the three of these guys 
I think I, you know, I looked them up like two years, like a year ago, right? And I think, you know, they have a massive, they're like one of the co-founders or like one of the several co-founders and, and part of the senior management team of Casper Mattress, which is like the number one online mattress company. I don't know, like, I don't know what their valuation is at this point. I read somewhere they were doing close, like between 75 and 100 million in sales. So, you know, that, that was an awesome story, you know. But I definitely left that meeting saying, hey, regardless of anything, those guys were really smart. And the one thing I really took away from it is that those guys realized quickly. And I, I don't know how long they were at it, but I think it was like less than six months. They realized that, hey, we're, we're out of money. This thing isn't working. We got to do something. We got to do, do something else. And, and they did it, you know. Yeah. I think that that's, that's like a very valuable lesson, you know. For sure. Wow. Yeah, that's that's intense, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's that's being very self-aware, you know, and making moves right after. Right. Those guys. Those guys were good. Those guys were good. Like they're, they're, you could definitely tell that there was a lot of like intelligence at that point, a lot of creativity from like one of the marketing guys, and like they, they had a bunch of ideas while we're there on the spot. Like they were talking about other ideas. They weren't even talking about their business, what was happening. They were talking about like other ideas, you know, like they yeah. had and stuff. So it was it was very interesting. It was very interesting. I really very happy to see to see them succeed, and you know, I I uh, I, I wish them uh, continued success. Sweet. Well, talking about success, man, I mean, I hear you guys are doing pretty good over there with Buddy. Right, right. Uh, why, why don't you give us a little intro on how that kind of um, kicked out? So, yeah. I mean, what's up? I mean, listen, I, I can't, I can't give you, I can't give you the full information. <laughs> you know, I can't oh, tell on, you, I can't give you that, you know, what every, what every, what every so-called investor walking around wants to hear, right? I can't give you that, but I can give you kind of some cool insight into where we're at now. So, um, so anyway, whatever, we've been out there for a while, like for a year, sometimes we have the app in the app store, sometimes not, we've had a public beta. Um, you know, we've kind of, you know, released the product. Uh, we started in Miami and kind of, you know, released it, got feedback from people, figure out what they liked, what they didn't like, what they were doing, what they were not doing, and fine tune the product and, and you know, continuously made improvements. And, um, you know, fast forward to today. Uh, right now, our, our three biggest markets are, uh, number one being Los Angeles, the greater Los Angeles uh, area, uh, Miami, the, you know, Miami, Fort Lauderdale area, and then it's San Francisco. And then kind of, you know, New York and a few other major cities fall in line. So those are your, your early adopters. Right. You know, like, you know, Miami's a tough market. It's a late adopter market. But since we're here, we're based here, we know the market, we can touch and feel. You yeah. Know, You're making noise there. You're going out, meeting people. Right, right. We're like a big fish here in L.A. We wouldn't be. But L.A. is really where the users are at, right? That's where your early adopters are really at. That's where you have a lot of young people that are willing to try new, new things. So for us right now, we're really trying to grow the Los Angeles, California market. Um, definitely, you know, by year's end, we really, really, that's all we're really focused on is growing California. And then in the new year, we're going to have a broader campaign trying to go at uh, bigger cities in, in the U.S. So one of the things with our, with our app, while, you know, you can download in every country, you know, we try to create community, we try to create core communities throughout the country. So, you know, in L.A., you have a healthy community, Miami, and we want to continue growing that. 
And uh, it's always interesting, like, you know, uh, you, you know, you get emails from people. They say, hey, bring it here, bring it there. It's always interesting where, like, early on, like, it actually, like, took off a little bit in Amsterdam and nobody expected that. And it's always really interesting kind of where it goes. But, um, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's been fun. We're, we're growing every day. It's, it's a lot of work. We're still fine-tuning the product. Uh, on a daily basis, you know, every week we, 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 we try to make improvements. We try to like, you know, at this stage and really, you know, uh, for, you know, for a long period of time, uh, you know, you have to iterate very quickly. You know, you have to figure out what people like, what they don't like and make changes, not be stubborn about your, your initial thoughts and be ready to move quickly. So that's been the focus for us now. It's, it's just to, to, you know, to, to make people happy and get them out there playing. So what's your 30-second pitch um, to a user about Buddy? Well, it, it's, it's not that much different from, from, from an investor, right? So our mission is connecting people to sports. If you've ever wanted to find someone to play tennis with, uh, go cycling with, go to the gym with, uh, you'll be able to, to log into our app, answer a few questions, and find someone to play with. Right. So, like, you know, for example, um, yesterday... You know, I went on a ride with uh, two other guys, um, and you know, I, I have like different groups that I ride with um, throughout Las Vegas. Um, some are in Henderson. Um, there's a few here in Summerlin. You, you've been to Vegas, right, so right. you, you kind of know the area a little bit. I kind of showed you. I tried to get you out of your suite, you know. Yeah, if you would have called that last room, if you would have called that last room a suite for sure. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so. Um, you know, I have different groups, and yeah, I have groups on Facebook. Um, I have groups on this app called Strava mm -hmm. um, that, that I connect with them and, and try to communicate. Like, right. hey, there's an upcoming ride. You know, does everyone want to go on a ride? Right. Um, would your app be useful for that um, this sort of situation to kind of um, have like a centric place where we can discuss about a ride? I, I think with with Buddy you meet up for a ride. You know. Uh, the short answer is is that you know yes the, the, you can definitely use it now. Let's say you need an extra cyclist. I think we'd be more effective than Strava for that thing, right? Strava is a great app, right? It, it's it's really they're well, it's like tracking it, it's, right? It's a little bit different. Than, than it's completely different, right? It's it's tracking it. You have the groups. You see you see friends of yours or other guys' times. We don't want to compete with that, right? That's yeah. that's a very useful tool and. And uh, cyclists, you know, they don't need something to replace that. They don't need to be making that switch. Right. What we provide is something for them to find, you know, hey, they need another member to their group. You know, you come to a new city, you want to find someone that's, in, you know, that's cycling out there. We're kind of that community, uh, the, right, the so place to, to find someone. And with right. that, you know, actually, uh, what's, we have not, to tell you the truth, we have not focused super specifically on, on cycling. Um, it's one of the interests that you can select when you come into the app, but we're actually working on releasing um, a bunch of 13 new sports uh, by the end of the year, and that's going to be one of them. And we're going to have uh, a couple of more, uh, we call them smart profiles. So that's where you can kind of like say, you know, your time, how long you've been riding for. So a lot more specific things specifically for cyclists to help them find, uh, you know, new teammates or new guys to train with. 
but we're not. We're definitely not trying to replace Strava. We just want it to be something complementary, uh, you know, to help you know to, you know to help you find uh, new riders and and uh, yeah. and actually help a little bit also with the with the event management side. Yeah, I mean that's that's really interesting too because you know a lot of people like to ride with other people who are at least at can keep up with them. Right. Right. You know, right. Um, for a certain amount of time or, or whatever. Yes. And yeah, I mean, there's there's always the groups that will tell you, you know, like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll go out for a three-hour ride, and there's going to be these meetup spots in between. So if you do fall off the back, don't worry, we'll wait for you. Right. But a lot of times, people don't join those groups because they just don't want to be that guy that everyone's waiting for. So they always kind of just um, they they end up just going with the group that they they feel comfortable with um, in terms of like their riding capabilities. So you're saying that with but with Buddy, um, I can create a profile that kind of describes my level of, of performance, right? Correct. Kind of gives people people a, a, a preview of you know what how, how good I am or whatever at at a, at a specific sport. Right, right, right. So then they they know oh like yeah I'll go out for a ride or for a run mm-hmm, whatever with mm-hmm, the person mm-hmm. it just makes sense. Right. So cool. Yeah, yeah, you're you're exactly right. We, we're actually rolling that out later uh, later this quarter. Uh, right now, you know, you, if you go into the app, you'll see how we do with tennis. It's exactly how you mentioned. We ask the we ask the person, hey, how long you've been playing tennis for? Uh, you know, what's your relevant skill level specific to that sport? So for tennis, for example, it's NTRP. We ask them what times of the day do you like to play? What's the highest level you've ever competed at? Um, you know, like your, your favorite tennis player, uh, how many years you've been playing for, all these different things to kind of gauge where your skill level is at. And that's kind of the big difference between us and anything else you'd find is that we're really focused on figuring out the skill level so you don't have that situation where you're constantly waiting for, uh, you know, for, for that last rider and it's inter- interrupting your, your, you know, your ride. And also that, you know, you don't show up at a park to play, uh, to play someone in one-on-one basketball or, or tennis. That's terrible. You know, we all want to get play with g- good people so that we play better. And really, that's been the focus. And the reason we've kind of been waiting on cycling is because, you know, there's so much passion behind, behind like, the cycling community, right? If you throw something at them and it's not good you're going to feel it. So we want to make sure before we, you know, before we brought anything specifically for cyclists that we got it right, you know? So that's why we've kind of waited a little bit to release something super specific, uh, like that can gauge the, uh, the skill level of a rider until now, um, you know? Uh, but you can still go on and take and download it on iOS and Android and you can find another cyclist and you can just speak to them and you'll, you'll get a general understanding of, of where they're at. Cool, man. So um, let's let's go over really quickly on on again back into because I asked you how you know you kept your your motivation and, and everything going um, back with Dangle. What about now? I mean, you're you know you guys have a, a pretty big team. You know, I I would say pretty big, but um, you know more, more than five people on your team. Right. I mean, how do you get everyone motivated and motivate yourself? Well, um, you know. Listen, some days you got to fake it. I'll be honest with you, right? Um, y- y- you know, it's, it's the most motivating thing, I'll be honest with you, straight up, is, is, is numbers and having strong numbers and, and looking at data and saying, hey, we've made changes. You know, things are going, you know, upwards and to the right. You know, that, that's, that's the reality, right? 
Um, you can lie to yourself all you want, but at a certain point, you have to look at the numbers. You know, you can pump yourself up, you can get ready, and there is a time and place for that. But when you're talking about long term, you have to be you have to be motivated and and driven. You know, by yeah, um, an internal uh, desire to succeed, but you also have to, you know, know that everything that you're doing, it's making a difference and you're seeing a return. Uh, so for me, you know, just the personality that I am, I don't know how others are, right? You know, I, I want to succeed. I want to do great. I want to do better the next day than I did today. Uh, so that's what motivates me. I, I, I just want to be better. I want to learn. I want to learn from, 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 from this conversation with you. And I want to be better tomorrow. And like, I want to push myself. I want to positively uh, motivate all the team members, you know, you know, uh, you know, you know, inspire them a little bit, tell them that, you know, uh, that everything's going to be great, that, that everything's all right. And, you know, I want to kind of, uh, you know, lay out the plan. So at least, you know, that especially when you're dealing with developers, you know, you, you know, you don't want them to be scared. You don't want to be looking other places, looking for, for other jobs, for this, for that. You know, this is what people do in every industry, right? And one of the ways that, you know, you, you motivate them not to do that is by, by laying out a plan, and by you know giving them some confidence in that plan, and 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 uh, you know and being very clear on what the goals and what the mission is, and really kind of showing them, okay, these are the strides that we made. This is some places of weakness, and uh, you know, and, and using positive reinforcement to uh, uh, you know to get things done. Yeah, I mean, it's it's super important to. You know, not not to be cheesy, but to continue that fuel going. You know, yeah, and by yeah. fueling yourself, there's just so many different ways that people right. do it. They're either right. doing it by meditation or like, yeah. you know, yeah. going out um, for a really hard, high intensive workout. Right, right, um, right. Do you guys have you guys gone out for a workout in your team, or you think you should? We do, we do. I'm probably the worst at it, honestly. Every person in our team has like gone out and played with someone. I think one of the people from our office actually like uh, played someone yesterday, and then there was another before. I mean, my partner's all week playing tennis with guys and everything. I'm more like stuck in the office, uh, but I'm, I, I'm also I'm also trying to to get out there a little bit more. But definitely, like you know, when we when we go out there and like you know, you know. We on a daily basis will like toss the ball around, um, you know, do things just to get out of the office, you know, clear our minds, kind of, you know, the weather's awesome now, uh, you know, to co you know to connect with one another, kind of get away from things, try to you know try get some new ideas going, some fresh perspective on things, um, and you know it's you know and you know at the end of the day, you also have to be using the product, you know. And that's one of the ways that we measure it. Like if we ourselves as a team are using the product, then, then it's good. But if we're not using the product, you know, you have a problem, you know. So you have to be your first customer. So that's kind of like what we go by. So if we, and we know it. So if we're not getting matches ourselves, we're not like buddying up with people, then it's not working. So that's so we have to use and we have to like, you know, uh, you know, buddy up with people go out there and play sports uh both you know you know t uh, from a personal level just to create new new relationships and meet new people but also to make sure this thing works and that people out there are liking what we're doing yeah for sure 
I don't know if I answered your question, but it, <laughs> that's where I wanted to take it. No, you did. You did. You took it good. That's good, that's bro. What she said. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man. But I, I think we're we're towards towards the end here. Um, and usually, we, you know, we give everyone the opportunity to give some shout outs. So, you know, it's been a, it's been a long it's been a long um, journey for you. Um, are yeah. there any you know um, people that you can definitely highlight that's um, been a really good support group just for you, not for the whole company or for your your, your team, but for you, like um, that. that what, what kind of people have been around you have always been supporting you? Um, well, I was lucky. I had great parents. Really, really, really. I grew up an only child, super supportive, um, and just, you know, just always believed in me. And that was just kind of my arrangement was that is just kind of like, just trust me, you know. Regardless of any good times or bad times, I, I would always just tell them, listen, you know, trust me and everything will be okay. And sometimes, you know, I didn't even believe it, but I, you know, I kind of, you know, I, that's what I would say, and, and, and they always supported me, and that helps me till today. Um, the other people are just great friends, you know, such as yourself, Pablo, really. I mean, you know, you, you've been awesome um, over the years, you know, knowing you, seeing you grow, seeing the person you've become, you know, it's, it's inspirational, and your friendship has been uh, priceless, really. And, um, you know... Um, oh, thank you, man. Yeah, you know that's that's kind of what, what it's been. What it's been for me, you know. Like I have like a small group of people in my life that I trust, and and those are the people I kind of keep going back to. Right on, brother. For sure. All right, man. Um, so we're gonna wrap this up. Sounds I mean, good. I, I I feel like you know how, how we were talking about the University of Entrepreneurship. I mean, <laughs> This is it. This know? is it. It's chats, it's chats like this that really give people For and sure. myself uh, really good insight into For sure. the reality of things. Because everyone sees, you know, the Shark Tank shows and, yes. you know, the, 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 the pitch nights, you know, Startup 500s on YouTube right, or whatever. Right. Um, but, but getting a back scenes look um, at the reality of how to start something from zero um, and now be featured on the front page of iTunes is not a small feat. And it's one that um, throughout that journey, you get hit with challenges after challenge after challenge. And some challenges are really small and you can kind of like, you know, um, outperform really quickly and just juke it really fast. Other ones you have to really face and they're ones that are kind of like, at the moment they seem like doomsday, you know? Right. Um, but. But somehow, you know, the great entrepreneurs out there, um, they have traits and characteristics like grit and, you know, just not, just not giving up and just moving forward. Um, and, that's, and that's something that, you know, you definitely have. Um, people in your team have that. Um, so that's, that's really cool. Um, thank you for sharing. And um, everyone out there, if you have any questions, if, um, oh, if you want to, if, where, where can people reach you at, man? Um, okay, we'll post some links on the on the website, but for sure, for sure. So, yeah, um, it's uh, buddy.com, b v d d y.com. Uh, you can check out the the dev shop, uh, www.fffwdlabs, fastforwardlabs.com, and uh, follow at buddy app on Instagram. That's that's where we're at, twenty four seven. Awesome. This is episode 31, Field Talk with Michael Sinkler. 
powered by Felixer. Thank you guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Thanks. Mike.